This is a tripod broadcast. There is no political solution left for these tyrants. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Welcome to Give That Some Thought, Tripod Broadcasting's flagship show. My name is Addison. Joining me is whoever the hell wants to join me, because Matt had a schedule issue. Well, he's busy as hell. That's the bottom line. And I have not smoked today, which is very unusual for this time of night. But it's been a long day. I had a lot of stuff to do. So... Yeah, whoever wants to bounce on can bounce on. Or nobody can. Whatever whatever folks want to do. Damn, I haven't eaten and I'm about to smoke. <laughs> That's just foolishness. <laughs> if nobody joins, I'm going to smoke. I can do it. I should really stop saying the F word because I have kids. <laughs> That's not the only reason. It's a bad word. Um. Anyways... Nobody wants to join. I will spark my bowl and scroll telegram and read it to you. Idiots. The people on the stream, I guess. Unbelievable. What was I thinking? Singing for two hours before doing a show. (laughs) Uh, Absolute foolishness, but we are live. And by we, I mean me, Addison. I used to listen to a lot of really secular music around my kids, um, thinking that if it was the version that didn't have, you know, explicit content in it, uh, then it was okay. And I have since revised that viewpoint, as all good viewpoints should get revised. Uh, Now I don't let them hear anything unless it's about Jesus. The way, the truth, and the life. It may only be just me. Who knows? And my voice sounds like crap because I spent about two hours with my kids tonight playing music and singing at the top of my lungs. A lot of Josh Groban, some Owl City, some Toby Mac. (laughs) A lot of fun stuff. My kids were actually really surprised that I had seen Owl City Live like 15 years ago now, or 10 years ago. 10 years ago, I guess, because I surprised uh, my wife with tickets one night, many, many years ago, many moons ago, when people were still allowed to have live concerts. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the Wuhan will go away and we can return back to normal. (laughs) Although that's looking increasingly unlikely. I actually had a friend uh, out in California today send me a message and she's like (laughs) she's like do you know anybody in texas montana or idaho (laughs) and i was like no not really uh because she and her husband want to move um out of california (laughs) which makes sense i don't know if you saw anybody saw that poll i put in gtst do you feel the california recall election was stolen 
98% say yes with 88,000 votes. <laughs> uh, the writing is on the wall and voting is over. I truly do believe that. There is no political solution left for these tyrants. And who knows, eventually we may have to tar and feather them, quite literally, uh, in order to get out from under this, this tyranny. But that friend that was asking me about Texas was also asking me if, um, you know, if I think states are going to secede and what that's going to look like. And I told her, I was like, I have no idea. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this here, what I said to her, it really looks like to me that Florida and Texas in particular, Florida in particular, more than Texas for some reason, is like a whipping boy for conservative thought. You don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to jab up to go to the grocery store. And it looks like Florida is the one that is uh, yeah, just really the whipping boy for this in the mainstream media. And that gives me great pause in terms of like moving there or, or making that kind of move, because I don't know, they could just, they could just really beat up on these States that don't go for this. Um, and I, I think it'll be worth it if the States can hold out and actually do something, you know, build somewhat of a parallel economy. But the facts are at this point, that's a shot in the dark. That's a shot in the dark. Um, and I think it's a shot worth taking because, you know, it's either that or you go along with the whole new world order, digital currency, 15 jabs to go to, you know, Walmart <laughs> or whatever else. Um, but who knows? Who knows? I know in about two years, my lease is up and we want to move. But <laughs> there's not many states that look good, especially not close ones that I can move to because I don't, I don't think I'm going to move to. Texas or Florida, um, maybe Wyoming or Montana, but see, I don't, <laughs> I don't think my wife could go for that just because of the temperature. She does not like the cold. That's not going to work. So who knows? We'll, we will pray and continue to save our money and see what happens in two years when the lease is up. So you should jump in mom and say something instead of just listening to me ramble <laughs> since I'm the only one here. Tell us why the earth is flat, Addison. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't necessarily think it's flat. I really don't. Um, I just think that the cosmos, broadly speaking, the universe, if you will, is indelibly tied to somebody's worldview, um, even if they don't realize it. And, and what I mean by that is like the whole the whole evolution thing, right? This whole this this bedrock concept of Nope, something out of nothing, right? Which is which is BS. Like that, that's that doesn't happen. That's not de demonstrable on any level. Like that's just that's just laughable fantasy. Uh, and so you, it really makes you wonder because that that's a lie that that has really gone mainstream. Um, mo most Christians that I know, you know, except some sort of well, God was the all spark, and you know, evolution took over. Blah 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 blah. And so when it comes to the idea of, of the earth and the, the way that it maybe behaves inside the cosmos and in relation to other planets and in relation to our moon, I think they are absolutely lying to us about it. Um, whether that's to the extent that the earth is flat, I don't know that I would necessarily be willing to put my flag on that mountain, so to speak, but they're lying to us about the cosmos. Um, in order to deceive us. 
And, and, and so that, you know, that's why I kind of push the flat earth thing or make people question because it's like for Christians, it's like, well, go to scripture and see if you can find a globe because you can't. And as a matter of fact, you'll find things that indicate quite the opposite uh, where it talks about the four corners of the earth and the expanse and the ends of the earth. And, you know, there's, there's just different things in there. And now we can obviously say, well, they didn't know at that time that the earth was round, um, which is a fair point. But my problem with looking at scripture like that at all, like this, this mindset of, well, they didn't know this at that time. That is a very, very slippery slope. Because when you start interpreting scripture that way, that's how you get to, well, hell isn't real and Jesus was gay and just all this nonsense. Um, you know, because they look at scripture and it's like, well, during that time period, it wasn't really blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Either the Bible is true or it's not, is how I look at it. So. You have to be careful how you interpret it when you refer to the four corners of the earth. That is a way of saying a whole because a true I, has four yeah. corners that, that makes it a hole on the inside. Yeah, I and I, I can see that. And God absolutely spoke everything to being out of nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said he did not. Nobody did. Okay. I misunderstood. No, 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 no. He he definitely did. But but the four corners thing, you, you're very right about that. And that could, that could mean, you know, all encompassing. Like you say, the four corners, like that's all encompassing. And I get that. But there are places in the Bible also where it talks about the foundations of the earth, right? So if you think about a globe, there are no foundations. Like there's just not. So yeah, it's interesting. There's some, like I said, there's some verbiage in there that doesn't really make sense. Um, I, I saw well, you foundation can just mean a beginning, <clears throat> a place of of something starting, the, the bottom, the base. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I, but I think it also refers like it, it talks about the foundations of the earth, um, like like it's a physical structure. Um, so you know, who knows? Like I said, there's no globe in the Bible. There is no globe in the Bible. So. Well, the foundations did begin with something, and like he he marked us out before the foundations of the earth, which would be a, a base, a beginning. I think you're making too much of some of the words. It's possible. It's possible. But again, that being said, there is no globe in the Bible. I mean, there, there, there could have been, there could have just been like a simple, um, do you not have permission to speak? Um, I mean, there could, there could have just been a simple, you know, globe, what have you. And it's just, it's simply not in there. You can go ahead. I, I unmuted you, um, babe, if you want to say something. I was just going to remind everyone that you're an extremely literal black and white kind of person. And <laughs> if it has foundation, you've decided it's a building. It's a, uh, no, no. That's exactly what you just did. <laughs> is, it, is it concrete or wood or what is it? <laughs> right. Cause well, okay. So here, so I looked it up. I just Googled it. Um, these, and I don't know what translation this is, sadly. Um, uh, here's one here. Okay. Here you go. First Samuel two, eight, he raises the poor from the dusted lifts, the needy from the garbage pile. Okay. This is, this is a garbage <laughs> translation. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even gonna read that. Uh, I gotta get a translation that's <laughs> reasonable here. It doesn't make any difference. You can't just go looking for the word foundation in the Bible and build something on it. Everything in the Bible is based on context from the sure, very beginning sure. to the very end. 
So if you're going to take the word foundation, you have to take everything before it and everything after it. Okay, here you go. Here you go. First Samuel 2.8. He raiseth up the poor, and this is KJV. I apologize. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and he hath set the world upon them. Doesn't sound like a globe. <laughs> I mean, you know, like there's, there, there's no room in there for a globe. Uh, if you look at the word there, pillar in Strong's Concordance, it says column or hill. So neither of those have anything to do with what you're talking about anyway. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean they don't have anything to do with what I'm talking about? Like there, that's not a discussion of a globe or there's things the earth that's talking about it as a figurative column. Or if you want to take it literally, he's talking about columns or hills. It has nothing to do with the shape of the earth. Yeah, but he's he set the world upon them. Like that's that's <laughs> like it, it mentions the earth, the, the pillars of the earth. It's under the earth? I I, I don't know. I'm not pulling, a cosmic. You're just pulling that out of you're just pulling that out. I mean, you, you don't have any idea what that is based on, what's going on in that chapter. Sure, sure. Before, or what well, you can't you get in big trouble doing that. Yeah, but but there, well, obviously, yeah, but there's also no globe. But the thing to remember about like that passage specifically is it's probably one allegorical or two, one of those types that's just picture painting for word's sake. Like a lot of the psalms are written that way, like Taking everything literally in black and white is not always the best approach. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Can I have a soapbox moment that's completely unrelated? Sure. So I just got finished teaching voice lessons. And one of my dear, wonderful students has been taking lessons for a very long time. Came into lessons tonight and had a mental breakdown in tears. And the first words out of her mouth to me were, have I just like lost the ability to sing? I feel like I can't do it anymore. And oh, it took lost me the ability to sing? Yes. It took me 15 minutes to tear through what was going on in her life to figure out she has been having four days a week musical and choir rehearsal. And every moment that she's singing, she's required to wear a mask. And she can't breathe. And so she is trying to do things that require good singing technique, a.k.a. the ability to breathe. And she walked into my studio having a mental breakdown because she had decided she couldn't do anything correctly anymore because she wasn't able to breathe because of a stupid mask on her face. And it is infuriating to me the number of voice teachers and music directors and choir teachers that are out there in the world right now no, we lost you. You're gone. Oh, we lost you all together. She's gone. Oh well. Anyways, um, yeah, there's just there's there's no reference to a globe. So if I mean if you're really gonna go to scripture to get the question of, well, what does the earth look like? Well, it's not super clear. <laughs> but what about the people who supposedly traveled the earth when they can start in one place and keep going and end up in the same place again by continuing to go one direction? How can well, that, if that's the case, or is that all made up too? No, that that works on a flat Earth model. You'd be able to do that with with you're with true north and center. You're gonna have to take a pretty hard turn when you get to the edge. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd want to try that. Well, it might fall off, you know. Then where do you go? <laughs> uh, anyways, baby, I saw you were back on. Did you want to finish your thought? You 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 were talking about how infuriating it is that voice teachers, and then you lost, and then we dropped you. Fine. I just am very frustrated at the voice teachers and music directors, choir directors in the world that are allowing their students to struggle and experience bad technique and create terrible habits and do something that goes against everything that we know is correct for them to be doing because they have to wear fabric over their faces because it, that causes them to not be able to breathe, which is a tenant of good singing. And it's just infuriating to me because I now have students that never had asthma that have asthma and I have students that can't sing high anymore and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that are just being destroyed because their teachers will not stand up and say, we need to find a different solution because this does not work for what we're doing right now. Freaking volleyball teams and basketball teams and everything don't have to wear masks when they're on the court, but our poor kids have to wear them every minute that they're singing and dancing. It, are you talking about where you're where you are teaching, Meredith? No, because I stood up for my kids and told them I'm quitting if you make them wear masks in class. So what about if, like, I'm, <clears throat> my plan is to, I've been hearing from a lot of people to start at the local level, so I figured out when my next school board meeting is, and I'm going to start going to them so that I can, you know, work on that level. I mean, that's about the only thing we can do at this point is, start on the local level yeah and i'm just venting my frustration at the teachers that aren't doing what they need to be doing that have been putting yeah, up with this i totally understand i'd be angry if i were you too it's because they've been convinced to think that uh you know the super bug that's out there is more important than uh, anything else <laughs> i would be the first person to support wearing a mask if i believed that they worked but my doctor, who has a degree in nutrition and immunology, told me that the virus particles, he said the, the virus particles are a thousand times smaller than the particles of a human hair. So are you going to tell me that they can't get through the mask? I mean, there, there's no way that the mask can be a protection. Well, regardless of that, at what point do you sacrifice a child's health and safety and mental health for virus that isn't even going to because at this point like i've seen kids pass out from having to dance on stage wearing a mask i've seen kids start to hyperventilate because they can't breathe because they're required to wear a mask while trying to sing and they have to inhale and the mask gets in the way and they can't you know it's just it makes no logical sense and I'm so frustrated by it, when, especially when I get it. Like if you want to be concerned about it and protect people from droplets or whatever, that's fine. But there are so many options out there that are not fabric masks that choke our children that work and can achieve the same things, if not better, because they are not permeable like the masks. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. It's pretty bizarre. And the worst part is that I'm in the minority of teachers. Like when I came That's out the wild part. for this battle, they were like, no. And I was like, no, you're insane. This is not working. Like I've seen children with my own eyes. I have kids in our school that now have asthma because they've had to wear 
masks during all of their tumbling rehearsals and stuff. And and the doctor has said, like, yeah, no, they didn't have this problem prior to this. Like, and it's just rampant. Like, I... Well, PMJ is a big thing for the adults, too. Tons of people, tons of people in the last, like, 18 months since this BS started have developed TMJ out of nowhere, which is lockjaw, by the way, for those listening, uh, out of nowhere, simply because of the the stress that wearing the mask puts on your face and your facial facial muscles and your jaw structure and all that. Yep, I have kids struggling with that, too, and just people who have so much tension in their faces now that's affecting them and more migraines and things like that because it's all connected. And when you muzzle yourself, you're affecting your whole body. Yeah, I agree. It does look like it's about 50-50, at least the places out that I've gone. Maybe even even 60-40, unmasked to mask. But that's in public. That's not in places where our children are being required to wear them the entirety of it with no choice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just mean I'm I'm glad to see at least I mean because like a year ago it was like you know I I would be the only one in the store or wherever I was without one on you know. Well, again, there's a lot of people making noise at school board meetings, so the only thing you can do is get involved in your school district's board meeting and be a voice for the right. Yeah. We can't all just sit around and complain about it. We have to get out there and be a voice and do what we can. Yeah. You have to, yeah, you, you have to pick your battles too. I don't know, and it, it, it really, uh, you know, if I had to say, it really feels like there, there might be some major ones coming up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I mean, people say I'm doom and gloom, but it's like I don't know, man. They, they, they're still hanging on to it. I will say this though, um, it is interesting to me that I am not seeing a ton. Like, so, so all the people that you'd see on social media. Uh, on the left, for example, you know, rewind a year ago and it seems like they're losing their minds. Um, just, I can't believe you won't wear the mask, blah, 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 blah. That's not the case right now. Although the media message hasn't changed. Like if you, if you, if you tune into this nonsense, like they, they, they are still presenting it like cases rising, like big, big problem, get the jab or die, like all this nonsense. And, but it doesn't, it, if I had to say, and again, I mean, obviously this is, you know, what I see on, on my social media and people, um, if I had to say, it really does not seem like people are believing it, at least to the level that they, that they were last year. Cause I mean, I would, I would go in like all, you know, the whole, the entire time I went to places without a mask and about a year ago, it's, you know, like I'm getting, I'm getting problems at the door at, you know, the big chains. Uh, and I'm going to have to tell them I'm not wearing one. Like <laughs> let's, let's be about our business here. Whereas now that's not the case. Like they've, they've all given up on enforcing it. Like, and I guess, I guess maybe it's just the assumption, you know, because president stumble upon, um, you know, made that original thing where he's like, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, you know? So maybe, maybe, I don't know, I guess maybe they just all believe that. But it does it does seem like it's not like the fear maybe is not penetrating the way that it was a year ago, which I don't know. Maybe that maybe that's just my experience, but I, I, I kinda like it. I think it's just the vaccine. Because even tonight with the student that was dealing with all the issues that we were just talking about, she was like, you know, it would just be so much easier if we weren't doing this show because they are doing a show that has some kids in it. She's like, then everyone could be vaccinated and we wouldn't have to wear masks. 
And I was like, well, I mean, your ability to wear a mask or not isn't really affected by that because it can still spread from person to person. So I don't think it would be any different. And she was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. And that's they're not thinking through the fact that this is all in place because they're saying that it doesn't work. Neither right. one works. So that's why we have this problem. <laughs> and so that's is what that... they're, saying. they're literally saying that the vaccine doesn't do that. And they're all like, oh, it would fix it if, if everyone was vaccinated. And it's like, no, that's not what is the truth, according well, to the media. So so, so is, is that what retard nation is doing then? Are they waiting for like the ultimate cure? Or, you know, is that kind of what they think is that, well, it really hasn't been solved yet? No, they really think that it's the vaccine, that once everyone has it, it won't matter anymore because no one will die because the vaccine will make it to where no one can die. So we can all get it at that point. Okay. Okay. So they're just, they're just buying Pfizer's <laughs> headline of the week. <laughs> well, you just won't die. Duh. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, you know, and I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask Matt if he wants me to cut this out or not, but that, you know, that's what he said about his sous chef. That was so bizarre. was like, the dude got out, like, as soon as he got out of the hospital after, after, you know, being on the ventilator was like, oh my gosh, I got to get the jab. And it's like, but from what I'm seeing, I mean, maybe, maybe folks aren't fucking paying attention from what I'm seeing. People aren't like, they don't, they don't think that the jab, I don't know, does, does what it says it does either. So I don't know. Who knows? No, they, they all believe that it's keeping them from dying. Like everyone that I know that's been vaccinated that has gotten COVID. Because they all have. Because That's they all have. Um, they have all said, oh, it would have been so much worse if I hadn't been vaccinated. And it's the people that are between 20 and 35 who would have probably been fine anyway because they have no underlying conditions or any issues. And I'm like, yeah, but you might have also been fine. Well, the idea of natural immunity is being challenged on a national level, too, though. Um, like I saw some bit where somebody asked Fauci about that, but that's the kind of thing. It just doesn't, it doesn't get much traction because it's like, it's, it's reasonable and hopeful. <laughs> well, I think the natural immunity thing that they were talking about was people who were born immune to COVID, which is like, that's not how natural immunity works. Like you're, you come into contact with something and then your body learns how to fight against it. That's immunity. Like that's how you get your your immune system literally works. And I had to explain that to our kids the other day. We were walking in a store because they were talking about how they wanted to use the hand sanitizer when they went inside. And I was like, well, you wash your hands. We don't need to use that. And they were like, but that'll keep us from germs. And I was like, sometimes germs are good because when you introduce germs to your body, it helps your body learn how to fight the disease before right. you actually cross it. And they were like, well, what? Well, this idea of putting chemicals on your hands immune system that works to build your body's immunity and they were just blown away because they've been and we don't even let them out that much with people that believe that but they now believe that like germs will kill you yeah that's that's retardation um but yeah the, the, the thing about the hand sanitizer for me is it's like it's big pharma petroleum like basically gasoline that you're that you're putting on your hands May, sure. Okay. Maybe it kills germs. And again, I mean, like you said, that's shouldn't even necessarily really be the goal, but it's kind of like, is it worth it to dip your hands into like basically gasoline, like basically gelatinized petroleum uh, that has been shot up with alcohol? Like th this is, this is, that doesn't seem right either. <laughs>
But anyhow, I mean, I saw a lady at the car dealer the other day, gloves, two masks, and I saw her get a giant squirt of hand sanitizer to use on the outside of her gloves. So, and she was probably your age, mom, but that was, that's the most retardation I think I've seen in public was, was the hand sanitizer on top of the gloves. <laughs> I mean, come on for Pete's sake, hand sanitizer over the gloves. Like that's got to melt the gloves, right? Isn't there some disintegration that could happen there with alcohol on simple, thin latex? Like, come on now. People are killing themselves with the doping themselves up. We've really been hoodwinked into thinking that that's health though. We really, truly have. Um, like you were saying just a second ago, babe, is like, it's, it's, it's this idea that like pills prevent sickness and cure it and nothing else matters. Like, don't, don't think about the way you eat. Don't think about how active you are. Don't think about your relationships or your mental space or, or anything or how you're sleeping. Like it's just a hundred percent. No pills fix things. So, uh, so go get some for it. <laughs> Except for when they don't and they tell you that they don't, but you have to do it anyway. Okay, great. Yeah, or here's a pill, which presents a bit of a problem in this area. So here's a pill for that as well. <laughs> That's my exactly. favorite. I've known, I've known several people who I'm quite sure are are dead or <clears throat> I know one lady who's very sick now. And they all started because they started taking a pill for something. And then yeah. that, that pill causes something else. So then they give them another pill. And on and on they go. And, you know, after... 10, 15 years of that, they're so messed up from all the stuff they're taking, they, their body can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Because most of, you know, most of that pharmaceutical stuff just shoots through your liver, man. Like, even the other stuff that it doesn't cause, like, you know, when your body still has to process these petroleum-based medicines <laughs> that come straight from evil companies that have never given a shit. Like, it's just, it's just so bizarre to me that people... You know, you used to have a, be able to have a reasonable conversation about that with people and maybe they wouldn't buy it all or maybe they wouldn't uh, question germ theory kind of thing. But it's like, man, now you can't even if you're like, oh, by the way, big pharma really only cares about profit and only ever has. It's like, oh, shut up. You know, you're crazy. You're killing people with that information. It's like, OK, well, I think it was Adam or now nah, maybe it was John. I don't remember on no agenda they were talking about. And they're just like, well, it, it really appears like big pharma kind of runs and owns the world. Like what's like what's the deal here? <laughs> and that's absolutely the case. That's absolutely the case. But anyways, anything else on your mind, Mom? Yeah, not really. <laughs> yeah, I listened to an Andrew Farley vid today. Um, I just plugged him into YouTube and like pulled up one of his one of his. Uh, I guess he does questions and answers or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's on the radio or or what is it. But they have videos of him on YouTube. I guess. Um, oh yeah, he does. Uh... Seven o'clock or seven o four, I think every night actually, he does um, a question and answer thing, and, and then people, he does people one call at one o'clock on Sundays. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, I, I pulled up one of those because it had it had a question on it that just looked interesting, and I I'd, I'd never heard him. Uh, you know, <clears throat> I think I'm five or seven chapters into that book, or I don't I don't know, but you know, a little over halfway through maybe. But yeah, I looked it up and I was like, oh, he, this he's really interesting. Um, seemed really well spoken. He's like very he's good because he teaches people what actually happens at salvation, and people don't know. I just went to a Bible study tonight, and a lady was saying how she wished she had faith. And I said, did you know the Bible says that everyone has a measure of faith? And she's like, oh, that's actually in the Bible? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yes? Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's getting dark out there, you know. I uh, I don't know. Um, the, the, the church has really, really just 
sat around and done nothing on a whole bunch of really, really important stuff for about the last 15 years. And I mean, I, I, I think we can see, you know, where that's taken us <laughs> because even, even like the, even like the, uh, the creation stuff, like churches don't preach creationism. Like they don't, you know, and they're certainly, certainly not addressing all of the moral, you know, the abject moral wrongs that we see being promoted in, in mainstream society. Um, and I, I really do. I truly do believe this. I, I believe it's because they really let their guard down when it came to media. If I had to say, it's you know. not only that they compromise on everything. I yeah. mean, no, like Andrew Farley says that we're not supposed to live by the law because the law is obsolete. And it is, the law is still there to draw unbelievers, but as believers, the law is a ministry of death. It's not for us to live under. Yeah. But but the church has allowed everything in. I mean, they don't say no to anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, exactly... well, God said I could do this. Or you know, I, I, I prayed about it, and then God showed me this. You know, well, no, no. Well, and it's, 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 not, it's not even so much that, but, like, I, I really do, like, there's two components, like, because the media, I, I think they really let their guard down. And because if you think about the way the media has gone, like cable TV, right? And we never had cable growing up. Um, thank God. I really, I really do truly believe that because that's it because was you just, had a good mom. <laughs> well, let's not get ridiculous here. But that pipeline into the home, and there were ways to control it, admittedly, but nobody really did those. And there were ways to get around them. And it just, it was, it was a high speed never-ending pipeline of pure trash into the homes of the West. And pretty soon you're like, okay, well, I don't mind this in media, or I don't mind that in media, and this doesn't offend me, and that doesn't offend me. Well, now now we're all the way down the road of, I think, exactly where that leads. And there is no, yeah, there's nobody who's willing to stand up and say, you know what, I, I, don't, I don't associate with that, and I don't watch it, and I recommend that you don't, or listen to it, or whatever, because it's pure garbage that's rotting our souls. That's rotting our souls. Um, well, people, and say it it people say it doesn't affect them. They say, I mean, my, own, my own mother was a Christian, and she watched stuff that I wouldn't watch, and she said, you know, I, I can watch it because I know that that's not right. But it's funny, so right. But that's that's how it starts. I mean, honestly, that 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 really is truly, you know, right where it begins is that exact decision to say, well, you know, I know it's not for me, you know, and and we're in trouble. We're in trouble because well, it's funny because <clears throat> long before you guys were born, I used to go to political meetings at the library, right? And at those political meetings. We talked about the new world order. We talked about vaccines, and one day there would be a mandate for vaccines. We talked about the media coming into the homes, and we, you know we talked about all that. Yeah, but people don't want to believe it. No, no, and that, well, and they still don't. I mean, you know, that's that's the thing. You know, I open my mouth about any of that kind of stuff, and it's like because just when not people believe it. it, then they have to. If they believe it, then they have to give up something, or they have to. They have to confront that issue. It's the same thing with believing in a creator God. People are safer and on easy street if they don't believe in a creator. Because once they believe in a creator, then they're right. gonna, they, they know that they're going to meet a creator. Right. One, right. Day, one day they're going to die and they're going to have to answer to their creator. 
and that's not safe territory. Well, and that's why that's that's why you know that's kind of like the original battleground, you know, where it's like, well, nobody nobody preaches that at all, you know, except for just wacky folks, you know, or people your foot not not wacky folks, but folks that are considered wacky for for doing so. And it's like, no, man, like we we, we got to stand on this, or we're not going to stand on any of it. And I, and I think the latter is is what we've seen in the Western Church. They're obviously not going to stand on any of it. So. <laughs> But true, but pretty sad. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a way out. You know, I do a lot of thinking about that, you know, uh, whether it's the end or, or a blip, because there have been a lot of blips. There have been a lot of blips, Holocaust. And I mean, you know, even going back, I mean, you know, Nimrod, you know, like all these kind of guys like that. There's been some horrible things that have happened to great swaths of humanity. Um, and, I, and I do believe that this is another one. Um, this the, the, the technocratic push primarily is really and that's not even speaking necessarily in a spiritual sense or whatever like that's no they if you can't see it by now they obviously want to chip you (laughs) you know um and and that's being presented as a as a cool neat thing and uh that's that is an assault on humanity so you know outside of this idea of eschatology or you know maybe we have a maybe the timeline is long maybe it's short what have you um, you know, maybe it is a blip, maybe it is a blip for humanity, but I, I think it's going to be a really ugly blip because, <laughs> you know, unless people really reject the machines, like they're going to win, they're going to win. So anyhow, and that's, that's why post-millennialism to me does sound so strange because it's like, well, zoom out and, and, you know, because all the post-millennialists are like, well, don't, you know, it's ridiculous to look at the media all the time and, and, uh, be so focused on the fear and looking for this horse and that horse and six, six, six. And I'm like, well, that's, that's not really what I'm doing. Like, uh, uh, like the technology is, is at a point where there's no turning back. I mean, truly it is. I mean, you, you take an internet connection away from people and that is a livelihood for a good portion of them. And, you know, a whole bunch of other things that we've just, we've just blindly become wholly dependent on it. I mean, we just expect it to work. You know, or or it's it's so ubiquitous that you know, like let's say I forgot to pay my T-Mobile bill, and the internet got cut off here at the house, right? And I had to get some work done. Well, I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, I could get up to a McDonald's, I could go to your house, I could go to, you know, I could I could figure it out. But we don't even consider the possibility of it being gone and how frightening that is. Not that it ever necessarily will be, but it's like that's the amount of dependence that we've put on it, right? Like this is this has gotten. You know, we went from don't put your credit card online to, you know, just every little piece of our lives is on this thing. Well, all, um, of, we, our, all of our jobs, I mean, I can't oh, yeah, all the job jobs. the internet. Yep. I'm on the internet all day long. Yep. Yep. And that is every single job, um, you know, except for the manual labor ones. And and that is really, really uh, a problem because the people, the people that run this are, are, are controlling it. You know, and, and we think that that's outward or we think that's egregious when it's like, oh, well, you know, they they banned president from Twitter. And it's like that. OK, you got to understand, like, that's the least of your our issues here. Every bit of banking we've ever done is on this thing. Our every single record we have, every single our fingerprints, our our images, our our, our images of our naked bodies, because that's that's something that we obviously did with the technology. Right. And it's like this. This is a real, real problem. And when you think about things like quantum computing, and you know, or or even just different AI systems, 
uh, that are connected to it. It's like this, this is not, <laughs> this is not going to go well. This is not going to go well. So like I said, it's, it's either the end of time or, or it's a war. It's, it's a war between, you know, humans and machines. It could just Those be a time, a time period of having yeah, more people woke up, but we don't know. It's possible. I've thought about that, but oh man, I mean, you know, and I, 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 I definitely don't want to say, you know, oh God can't do it, because that's that's for sure not what I'm saying. But I don't see a way. <laughs> and I mean, I, you know, I pray for it, I hope for it, but it's like I, I, I don't see a way where that happens. Um, so, do you yeah. see a way where anything happens? I don't see the way at all. You have to just, I mean. As Christians, what do we have to believe in except for God? You can't believe anything you read. You can't believe anything you hear. I mean, right. the only thing I can believe is that I serve Creator God. He's still on the throne. He's got the yep. whole world in His hands, and there you go. And He sent and He sent His Son Jesus to to redeem humanity, to be a blood sacrifice for their sins, which they inherited from Adam. Uh, yeah, it, it really does boil down to that. Like, you, like you can't really get much. You know, and this is, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but like, this is, this is kind of what I was trying to tell you, you know, like a, some weeks ago or whatever, you know, when you asked me about something and I was just like, just, you got to turn it off, man. Like, like, because it's just, it's just getting crazy. And, you know, I mean, I, I keep an eye on it somewhat too, you know, um, but I you know, it, did actually, because well, you I have to focus on, you have to. I couldn't focus on God. I couldn't focus on right. I, I, my Fear That's the point. starting to take over, and I don't want fear. Fear is a liar. Yes. And I, I didn't want it to take over, and I felt like it was gaining too much ground. So now I only listen to – I mean, I started to listen to No Agenda, and I, I thought, you know, I'm not even going to do this. It's three hours. I don't want to put three hours of this into my head. I do the fear, yeah. Because I can't yeah. control what's going on. So I, I yeah. just, you know, I just keep enough of it in front of me to – see if we got a victory here or a battle there or you know right or see maybe what's going on locally or whatever yeah because you know i mean depending on what you believe obviously like i i don't know that this is discussed like this in the bible but it's like you know pe people say that demons feed off of fear <laughs> like like this is so so you can't just like dial into this this matrix this web of what are what are obvious lies coming at us i mean i mean you know our our time is even better spent as people not just christians but but as people you know trying to connect with those around us and and find out what they believe and find people that believe the way that you believe you know as opposed to this just constant like you know fear of the day and you have to start rel relying on some of the scriptures that you know but you haven't visited in a while like the enemy is a liar and there's no truth in no him. truth in him. yeah none none at all he's a liar and right so he's gonna he, he deceives the whole world, the Bible says. So, yep, that's you know, precisely. We, we stand alone with God inside of us, and that's just about just of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I do truly believe that. I mean, you know, and, and practically I would just extend that to, you know, find people around. You know, find things you can eat that are local, I think are, are is a really good idea right now. Um, and things that are, you know, grown you know, or, or, or picked within a day or two kind of thing as much as you can, obviously winter's, winter's a different story, but, but even then, you know, like, like change up the meat a little bit and don't, uh, you know, we, we got to stop eating the King's meat. I mean, just, just broadly speaking, like this, this drive through nation that we've created is, is a real problem. And we got to stop eating the King's meat if we ever want to have victory because, because it's poison. 
It's poison. Right. Folks. It truly I is design. junk food. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Literally, it is junk and, food. Yeah, I was reading an article about this today, like, and and that's a real, real problem with the West is they're really, really hooked on what is objective trash for food. Like it's, it's just like, even, even a lot of the stuff that we buy and, and make ourselves, like it's not even so much the restaurants, it's, it's these ingredients that are really, really bad for humans, you know, to be used as bases and fillers and colors and, you know, on and on and on. Um, yeah. And we really have to start saying no to it. You should buy things that have a very short ingredient list and buy things that you know what everything on the ingredient list is. Yes. Yes. As much as is possible. Absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I actually saw somebody post about that today. They were saying, you know, yeah, the shortest ingredient list, because we've that that's kind of part of this hoax of uh, because any kind of diet or, or, or most of them or anything like that centers around this idea of calories, right? And it's calories in calories out calories when they, you know, this time and that time and these kind of calories, like, like it's this portioned out measuring and it's like, yeah, but you know, we, we have created a diet culture around some of these diets where some of the stuff that people are eating is just like pure trash instead of food. It's, it's not so much about the number of calories so much as cause you, you can eat 200 calories at McDonald's or 200 calories from your garden. And there's a difference between those 200 calories, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. There's probably nothing you can get at McDonald's that only has 200 calories. Maybe the, a cup of their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a cup of the coffee. No, I think, I mean, you know, the, all these restaurants do this thing where they're like, oh, this has, you know, like this many calories, blah, 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 this many calories. You know, they have these light menus and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's like filled with like just nothing. Like that's, that's, that's why it has no calories. It's, it's trash. But anyways, say no to the king's meat. For sure. Like anyway. Back in Daniel's days, he didn't succumb to the delicacies. Oh yeah, that's that that that's where that phrase comes from. Saying they no to the vegetables king. and good food, and as a result, they were able to hear clearly from God. Which, yeah, if you eat junk food, it it definitely affects your mental aptitude. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's an interesting point. You're talking about hearing from God, but but you know, I, I was talking to a friend about that the other day, and I was like, I was like, dude, like like look in Daniel, like it it wasn't that, and then I think this is clear from the text. Like it wasn't that Daniel, it wasn't necessarily the caloric content of the food or even the fact that like, like, because he said he wouldn't defile himself with it. Like this, this was also, I think it was symbolic as much as like practical. Like he was saying like, I'm not going to eat the meat of this empire that does all of these terribly evil things. At least, at least that's how I see it. You know, maybe I'm adding that in, but, but to me, it seems like a story of both you know, the symbolism of saying no to the empire's food, um, as well as like, like you said, like, you know, somewhat of a, cause it does say that they ate vegetables and they were way better off, <laughs> you know? I mean, that's what it says. So anyways, nobody else joined. I guess that's all I'll do. Just do an hour. What do you say? <laughs> well, what, I mean, <laughs> I'm thinking of the end song. Oh yeah. What do you, whatever you say, liberal. Um, well, no, I'd, I'd like to see him call me a sexist now. I just did an episode with all women, only women on this episode. So. And mostly your mom. Wow. And mostly my mom. Yeah. Yeah. My mom and my wife. Suck it, haters. I love the <laughs> crap out of women. Isn't that right, babe? Yeah. Uh, well, 
thanks for listening, everybody out there in audio land. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, lib. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Yeah, lib. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. Matt and I don't stand by anything that we've said here. I love the crap out of women. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.